Great news, everybody. Yo Kratom, the best supporter of your style of comedy, just launched Yo Delta. That's right. Uh, we've got the, the new Yo Delta 8 sponsor. Every, everything you need to stay high all summer, summer long. So if you're over the age of 21 and living in a majority of states where this is legal, well, then it's time to stock up and enjoy summer, uh, uh, a summer of Delta 8. Uh, what is Delta 8? It's, it's something found in weed, in the marijuana, that can legally be shipped nationwide to get you high. Uh, I got the gummies and the pen, and it just, you know, I mean, I obviously live in California where I can get weed, so, but if you did live somewhere where you couldn't, this is weed. That's the end of it. It works. They got gummies and vape pens. Uh, your Delta is potent, and if you're living in a state where weed's illegal, you're constantly trying to get a hold of a source, and either he wants to hang out too much, you know the deal, those guys. Uh, just go to YoDelta.com, a high-quality, lab-tested Delta 8 gummies and vapes that will get you high, everybody. YoDelta.com, and if you use the promo code ALICE, you're going to get 20, 25% off. One more time, the promo code ALICE for 25% off. Thank you. Yeah! For a spritz, Lewis. Uh, what was that? Was that cum? It doesn't go in your mouth, that stuff. <laughs> is that what you do? You gay bashing me from no, the No, it's not gay bashing. I'm asking a legitimate question. Did you just spray cum onto your face and into your mouth before you start the show? Well, it's it's a perfectly it, normal question to ask yeah. homosexual Jason. That, thank you, Michael. Yeah. Straight off the bat, we're going to go there. I figured that. <laughs> I thought maybe it would be later on in the podcast you'd start <laughs> to gay bash me. With you and then, gonna, you realize if you gay bash me, all this, the skanks will gay bash me yeah, okay. And I feel like you kind of know that. No. And you're friends with the Anthony Cumia guy. And I'm like, are you like, are you, do you think it's bad that that uh, that one guy jerked off and forced the ladies to watch him jerk off? Louis C.K.? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a Louis C.K. forgiver. Yeah, I don't right. think it's that bad. I'm a freak. So like that, like that's his big sexual deviance. Wait, he is, would you do he that? Didn't, he didn't force them. He yeah, asked he did. them. No. I thought he stood in front of the door and no, stopped that them was, from getting out. That was actually the rumor for years, which was way worse. Then the, the article came out and that was never part of it. The story was simply he asked these girls and he was abusing his power because he was a, a famous comedian and they weren't. Um, but there was no hand on the door. There was no getting him getting in front of it. That was the rumor, which is kind of funny. Everyone worked with him when the rumor was way worse. And then when the reality came out, everyone was like, no, we can't. 
But here, what wait, do you do? The, so you knew the rumor. Wait, the rumor was way worse. The rumor was that he held the door closed and jerked off in front of the chicks. But I thought that he one but, of these things is to is to jerk off in front of women. Yeah, but not. But you're saying asking first. Yeah, he asked first. Then how can everybody in the media say that he fucked? It's he, crazy. I know you're right. Go look it up. I, I shit you not. If I'm wrong about this, please call me. Tell me I'm an asshole. But the story was that he was abusing his power. And then afterwards, his agent would like contact these girls and be like, hey, don't go and try to like ruin this guy for it. And, you know, he was abusing his power. Why would you power. call somebody to say, don't try and ruin it for somebody if you ask them to jerk off? If, they, they, if I said, I've done it. Yeah. Hey, you guys want to watch me jerk off? Of and then they said, yeah. And then we went somewhere where everybody wasn't. And I did. But I, I didn't. Imagine I that was your thing. didn't just pull it out. No, I don't think he didn't just pull it out either. But imagine that was your thing, and you're the, but you're also a handsome guy. You're fucking in shape. Whoa, you're fucking, you can't do that. Who's a fat if, fucking if you can't redheaded? Judge your look, it's consensual. If you consent, I don't of care. Course. And he, and quite frankly, yeah, I am way better looking than him. But he <laughs> is fucking Louis C.K. before he allegedly raped people. So you know, power and fame trumps my handsome. Looks. Although what, a lot of the allegations were, he was definitely a big national guy. Might have even already had that first HBO show. Yeah, so yeah. he was a dude, but he wasn't Louis C.K. Yeah, he wasn't Louis. Yet. But Louis liked to jerk off in front of six. There's, there's a bunch of comics of stories that I know where they're like, oh yeah, he jerked off in front of me. It was hilarious. Yeah, I think Sarah Silverman told it on. on yeah, Howard. a lot. And of then people. she got shit for it because she was like, sure, I'll watch that. Here's the thing, you do it, he's probably done it in front of hundreds of chicks because that's he's a freak and that's what he likes to do. And you have a few of them that are like, no, that made me uncomfortable. Is it, it do you discount it? No, they, it probably did make them uncomfortable. Dude, I'll tell you, the only way they're uncomfortable is if you did it and they didn't want to see it. That's it. And I also know someone, and I imagine you do, I wouldn't be surprised if you do too. I knew somebody who was friends with him that when he was blowing up they were like dude you need to stop doing that this is going to blow up in your face so yeah, if your probably. friends are telling you the shit that you're doing is going to ruin you yeah. the shit you're doing is probably not okay well i should uh, really i should really listen to all my friends then louis <laughs> j gomez I don't, you did i say your name you didn't but it's all right louis j gomez is here everybody sorry we straight away he gay bashed me so i'm triggered and, well i have and, a question and, about the, the no can i can i before you even get defend your gay I, bashing go it's ahead not even gay bashing okay this fucking guy, right? This one is just like, oh, sure. You're going to you're gonna get your fans to gay bash me. I, oh, I was like, no, that's not true. First of all, that is like you and your fans have been fat uh, bashing me and been fat shaming me oh, for fucking like months. One, it's one guy. What? No, there's been a few of them. There's okay. been a few of them. Well, good. Hashtag take oh. off your shirt. Okay. So, so okay. Good, it's good I, because I, what's up with the contract thing? What? There's uh, not even a contract to sign. What are you fucking contract? Well, no, no. Well, yeah, people, you got people fucking hounding me about signing a fucking contract that isn't. I, I fuck. I forgot. Can we write one up right now? Yeah, please, please. Write I will. Piece of paper. Fight, I'm a lawyer. Jason will fight Louis J. Gomez. Jason, don't change the Don't fight, change and then the we'll subject. Both sign it. Jason, I've been hearing your side of this for some time now. I didn't realize your people had been fat shaming. He's been Lewis. fat shaming me. Yeah. So, so wow. that's his line. So we can bully, but well, we can't I fucking make fun of him sucking a cock once in a while. But we can make fun of me being a fat fuck. Well, being fat everybody. is a disease. Being gay you're... is a disease. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't even. Re I don't. I feel like gay people are going to get mad at me, but no, I, I think it is. It's like a. I think we're like a little defective. Yeah, of yeah. course. But I'm defective. You know. Yeah. I got. I got issues. You don't look fat at all. Yeah. Well, I'm getting there. It's better. I'm getting better. I saw you fighting Bisbing. How was that? Oh Jesus Christ! It's got to be an honor, though, right? <laughs> it's an honor, and uh, yeah, it really is. He was like, he's like, yeah, we'll do a light sport night. And then within 10 seconds, I was like, oh, no, he's trying to fucking prove a point <laughs> that if I'm going to fucking get in here, yeah. I, you know, I, I got a fucking trial by fire. I feel like he's helping you. A hundred percent. Like that's if you get pushed, 
you better tomorrow. 100%. I, even just in the few days that I've been here, I feel like I've grown tremendously. I was working with Perillo, Ruka Sport. Those guys are fucking incredible. That gym you is incredible. You look way better. Yeah. Like, I'm actually like, oh, wow, I should probably train. Yeah, Before, should. I was like, man, I don't want to hurt him. That's how bad you look. I still so have, we really still have almost five months. I'm telling you, train. I'm going to look 10 times better than I look right now. I'm just yeah. going to exponentially grow. Yeah, we believe that. Yeah, and I'm not, and I'm, I, I'm not, like, I like Jason. I like you. You're a I good like dude. You. Every time we hang out, I'm like, this guy's fucking great. But I'm going into this fight, and I'm going to be mean, and I'm going to try to knock you the fuck out, Me and too. I'm going to try to make it a, a real fight and really entertaining. I promise you it's going to be more fucking entertaining than Logan Paul and Mayweather. It's not really a big brag, is yeah, it? it's true. That was a pretty, I don't know. You know what? When I watched it again, the little highlights, I was like, all right. I, I didn't, so I didn't catch the first couple of rounds because shout. I don't want to talk shit on people's businesses, but you can go fuck yourself. That thing really pissed me off. What happened? I was really looking forward to that fight and everybody else, all my real fighting friends, man, I don't know if I'm watching that shit. I was like, come on, man. Like, let them have some fun. Enjoy the fight. Like, you don't have to take it so serious. Just mm-hmm. let them have fun. And then Showtime didn't work. And I couldn't figure oh, out how really? to watch it. And, and so I was like, that's the only thing. And now I feel stupid because now we're all frantically hunting to find this really shitty fight. Yeah. So it felt a bit bad. But I guess in the end, not paying for it was a good thing. Yeah. I was I was on the edge of my seat in the beginning. I was, We were all kind of like. I, I, I What's going to happen? How's he going to do it? Because exactly. I, I thought he was going to do it. But I was really intrigued on how does someone who's way better but way smaller nullify a giant guy who's coming at you? Because. Yeah. He's nowhere near as good, but hey, he's a giant guy and he's throwing all kinds of punches. And if you're inside and you're that tiny. And if, and he's technically unorthodox, right? Because he's not as technical. He's mm-hmm. not as good. He's not dancing the same dance that right. Mayweather's used to dancing. So he's throwing a fucking hammer fist coming from the top. And you're like, yep. you're not supposed to do that. But some of that shit will land. Dude, I, I spar with Harrington all the time. And Harrington lands on me because he's throwing crazy wild shit. And I'm like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. And I just got yep. fucking knocked in the cheek. So yeah, um, I get that. Yeah, and so yeah, it's uh, I, look at the end of the day, Mayweather, Mayweather did exactly what he was supposed to do, which was, was an exhibition of skills. He looked at it the way that we should have been looking at it, which is an exhibition. We wanted a fight. We were going like, oh, we want to see these guys fight. And Mayweather smiling, he's like, yeah, he made a hundred million dollars. He's like, yeah, I showed off what I can do. He's I was a, a little kid. bummed out on behalf of boxing because I thought it would have been cooler if Mayweather could have shown the world that it, you can't just learn that in a couple of years. It's it's a real craft, but mm. it kind of made it look like, yeah, man, like just go to the gym for like four or five years and you could fight Mayweather. Yeah. Because I don't know if that's really factual. Well, I also would like to know why, correct me if I'm wrong, Mayweather did KO that Japanese guy in the other quote-unquote exhibition in yeah. maybe the first round. That guy was tiny, though. Yeah, he's little. But what, so do we think that Floyd Mayweather could not knock out Logan Paul or he's did He's not, not the hottest puncher in the world and he's a, 155er and yeah. Logan's no, 220. Like, right? I think he fought at 144 or 143. Right. But he's a yeah. yeah. And 12 ounce gloves. Like it would take, I think if he had to pressure him more and got him tired, because if you get you're more susceptible when you're gassed out, yeah. That could have happened. But just like a straight on like a the best punch he's got on Logan's face, he's still gonna be there for a little bit. Yeah. 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 It was uh could he technically maybe have knocked him out if that was the goal? I don't think that was the goal for it's him. It's never right? the goal for him. Yeah, he's just trying to go in and not get hit. He's trying to avoid being damaged. And you heard between round seven and round eight, Logan's corner was like, one more round and we did it. One more round and we did it. They were only trying to go the distance, right? Yeah. So Logan came in with a great strategy, tied him up. He's a you know, leaned on him, was the bigger guy, didn't really allow Floyd to do what he does. You know, not for nothing. Technically that's a victory for Logan Paul, in my opinion, just from a, from a moral standpoint, right? Enough sure. of this, I just realized. 
this is like a, a week late and yeah. it doesn't even matter. Those guys are great. I'm very happy for them. Yay, Pokemon cards. Uh, let's get in. <laughs> let's get back to the show. You're here. You're in California, obviously doing stand up. Yeah. You're on the plane all the time. You're in Miami. You're yeah. fucking flying around all the time, training at different gyms. You DM and say, hey, I'm going to be in Austin. Who wants to fucking hold pads for me? Yeah. How's that all working out? It's going, out, it's going Has well. Has it ever been where you go to a place and they are, no one gives you any help at all? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, the people will offer help. And then I'm just like, I'm not going to go to some fucking weird environment, you know? Um, But yeah, I just, I figure we're doing this fight journal thing. We have the web series and we're, I'm just, I'm just trying to generate interest in the fight in whatever way I can. You know um, what? I'm going to copy you. I'm going to start copying. Because yeah. I found, I, I didn't even have a team. I was just like, whatever. I'll yeah. just get fit and then I'll beat your ass. Yeah. And then uh, I was like, fuck, man. I, I got to get ready and I'm old. My main thing is if I train really hard for the next like five months, I've got to be with smart people. Of if course. I train with somebody who's just like, man, you know what would be really cool? Tapping Alice. I mean, you're going to do weird shit and hurt me and then I'm going to be out. So I have yeah. to. I had to get a team of people that I know that know me, know everything about me, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll get you ready and keep you in one piece." Because yeah. it's different, man. It's not a. Um, I'm not 35. I love that, that. That was when I was start my in my prime yeah. of mixed martial arts, which is makes no sense whatsoever. But I got you. I mean, all the injuries and stuff. I just don't want to. I want to make it. Yeah. And after, if I could have, if I could really have it all my way. After the fight, I would like to not have any. I don't want to go to Mexico to get stem cells because, <laughs> dude, I'm fucking. Right. Yeah, like I'm like I can do 15 minutes of anything. Yeah, but when I wake up in the morning, am I what I what I was? That is like skateboarding. Even when I skateboard, I'm so surprised every time I take a good slam that when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, I wonder how fucked I am. Yeah, just seems to keep going. But well, I'm like, you, it can't keep going I, forever. I was there yesterday, and you know, I'm like, what you're doing when you're sparring, you're like, you're you're getting into like, you're just throwing your body through trauma. Like you're just being tenderized. Like my whole head right now, there's bumps and bruises. You can't even see it. I'm not that bumped up, <laughs> but it's tender everywhere because yeah. I've been hit so many times. And it's like, of course, that's going to genuinely add up. And as I get older, like, dude, if I was fucking 25, I feel like I, I could, I could legitimately become a good. At the very least, a good boxer, I think, if I was 25. I'm too old now. I don't have the reflexes. To, How like, old are you? I'm 39. Kick your summer off in style with brands that reinvent men's basics. Mac Weldon. Mac Weldon. I just like saying that. Uh, it's much more than underwear. Kevin, do you have them on right now? And are they on? I don't. I, I wore Mac? them recently. You don't have them on right now? No. You're Mac. naked. Why are you naked on the show? Can you please put some underwear on? I thought you guys just like my body. Are you not going to Mac Weldon right now and ordering yourself some stuff so that I don't have to see your buttocks? You know, I, I, I'll i do that right now. I apologize. You might say Mac Weldon is very close to my genitals right now. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Should have just kept talking to Kevin. <laughs> wow, Michael, that's really interesting. <laughs> yep, and summer's here. That means, Mac Weldon, it's much more than just underwear. You're talking about swim trunks. You're talking about board short options. You're talking about the new Maverick Tech 
chino short, the radius short, everything you need to summer in style with Mack Weldon. And for 20% off your first order, you can visit MacWeldon.com slash Ellis and enter promo code Ellis. That is MacWeldon.com slash Ellis, promo code Ellis for 20% off. Holy cow, Michael, that's a lot. Mack Weldon reinventing men's basics. We are talking to you today about Truff, the truffle-infused hot sauce. This summer is going to be big. We're making up for last summer. We all know what happened last summer. This summer, it's like two summers put into one. You're going to be want to be you're going to want to have fun outside with your friends, good times, good food, and all the truff you can get up in your business. This is the only hot sauce you are going to need this summer. The two founders, Nick and Nick, they tested literally hundreds of different hot sauce recipes before they stumbled upon the perfect confection concoction for all of your summer grilling and chilling needs. I don't know how they did it, Michael, but this summer I'm going to be double fisted. Yeah, it's it's really good stuff. Like I I enjoy truffle, but I feel like I was reaching a point where I was getting annoyed with truffle everything. Truffle hot sauce, for some reason, it works. As it's soon so as I heard that Oprah Winfrey liked it, I immediately placed some on my nipples. And <laughs> I got to tell you, I feel really good. It made your nipples delicious. Thank you. Good enough for Oprah's nipples, good enough for ours. Get 15% <laughs> off site-wide, plus free shipping with promo code Ellis at truff.com. That's 15% off everything at truff, T-R-U-F-F, that is F as in fantastic, dot com, promo code Ellis. Yeah, okay. so to start doing it now, it's, you know, terrible, but I do, it's addictive, dude. I just like the process. I like trying, I'm not really afraid of getting punched in the face. That's half the battle. People are like, dude, else gonna fucking kill you, bro. You're, you're, you're not afraid to get in. I was like, dude, I mean, I literally, my, I've had Michael Bisping try to kick me in the fucking head. It'd be weird to be this far into it and then realize that you don't like getting hit. Yeah. Because by now, I feel like that's one of the, I have the same thing with you. Yeah. I don't feel like my attributes at the start were anything but, when I started sparring people at Team Quest, they were like, fuck, man, like, you got fucking hot. Like, I'll give you that. Like, that was my first compliment that I was getting around the gym. It was like, fuck, man, like, you might not know that much, but you can fucking take a shot. And that's mm. half your battle. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm a fucking, I can take a shot. Oh, that's good to know. And I think I rolled with that for like five years where yeah. I was like, oh, you don't want to fuck with me. I can take a shot. And then I heard uh, Mayhem say, because he, he's like, you know what? That whole bragging about being able to take a shot is fucking underrated yeah. and i'm like why and he's like because man it'd be way better if you could get out of the way and then and i was like oh yeah yeah i never worked on that i've always just sort of thought people said you know chomp on your mouthpiece and fucking rip man you could take a shot and i'm like yeah, yeah. yeah. i'll take one to give you one <laughs> yeah that was always my thing and now and then in my later years of hearing other people brag about getting out of the way then my idols changed. Like all my MMA idols used to be people that just sat in the pocket and, and fucking threw. crushed me. Yeah, yeah. Mark Hunt is my number one guy because I'm like, I just want, I like you fuck with him and you'll, he's like, great, fucking let's smash. And then there's all these new people that I just never fantasize. I never imagined me. I'm a, not fast, not, you know, in my MMA life. I'm like, everybody else is so agile and I'm a fucking turtle. Yeah. It's my opinion of me versus. You know, real, Eddie Jackson real and shit. Dude, MMA I've, fighters, I've yeah. seen it where I'm like, fucking, yeah. And they're like, <laughs> I'm like, that was fucking as fun. What the fuck? <laughs> and then what? What? And I'm like, oh my God, what was that? People yeah. that are so much quicker. But 
it made me not want to try to learn new things. And then when I, I think I, my ego got past being good at MMA and then I just started going to the boxing gym and trying new things and people would laugh at me, dance and salsa because I thought it would help my feet. Hmm. Every time I do it, everybody laughs at me. I don't do it that well. I know that everybody who actually can dance salsa goes, whoa, that's cool, Jason. But it, it, in the end, it has helped. I now can move. Yeah, I, I eat salsa to train. So yeah, some nachos, a little bit of salsa. I'll be here on that, guys. Hilarious. Yeah. There's no, a bell be- there. Feel free. Have at it whenever you like. Yeah. There he goes. Solid, solid joke. Yeah. Um, so do you want to get, well, should write up a, Harrington, do you want to write up a contract? Can you write? Because you're homeless. You were homeless, which is inspirational. Your tweet inspired me, dude. He can it write did. it. He can write it out, but we're going to have to fucking look at it in a mirror because he's dyslexic. So. so am I. Are you? Yeah. He's not really. Now I feel bad. Now I'm dyslexic bashing. I'm just Wait, you're bashing shit. my literacy and my I'm, sexuality? I'm just making fun Man, of Man, that's me. it. We're fighting. <laughs> Get that contract written up right now. <laughs> well, that's uh, the other part. People are like, oh, shit, dude. Ellis is pissed. I was like, we're already fighting. Be pissed. What are you? Yeah. yeah. What are you? Obviously. I, <laughs> yeah, I think the key would be to hold it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Like, not right now. But yeah. I've been having, I'll be honest, dude. The Ellis mania happening in Vegas where the event was, they asked me. And I was like, yes, we're back. Awesome. Yeah. And then they go, oh, man, somebody, something happened where somebody either booked that month or somebody was like, uh-uh, not him. He's not good for the the new hotel vibe but yeah. because it just got switched off. That's Sorry, crazy. buddy. Now and it's, I was it's like, Kid Rocktober. Right. I don't, well, hopefully that's what it is. It'd be worth it. But I, the, I can't, I link things because of my, uh, I mean, uh, depression or whatever that I'm always prone to is that happened. And I went, I got fired from Sirius. And Ellis Mania is not at, I'm like, here we go. And then I have to go, don't, don't do that. Like, that's just a bump. You know about bumps in the road. You're okay. But I was in the middle of that. And then it's like, sign the contract. And I'm like, I don't have a contract because I don't have a fucking event. <laughs> well, I can because tell you I don't have annoyed. anything. Yeah. I can tell you were annoyed. Somebody DM me. They're like, dude, Ellis is just mad. He lost his venue. Like, he really cares about this event. And like, you're like, dig it. you're egging him on right now and he's already genuinely upset about it. So I get it. And I, obviously, I'm just fucking around. I, de- I, I sent you a, I know, a text. I but I, like, I didn't fucking, I wasn't. You were like trying to be nice. And I know, I was and just. And then you tweeted, you're going to have the Ellis Mania at Skankfest. And I'm like, bitch. <laughs> No, you like how much more do you fucking want of my shit? Well, hold on. I when I but first of all, I just did a, a weekend in Vegas and the guy who runs the venue, he said he'd be happy to host Ellis Mania at the Plaza, which is downtown and trashy, but that's Ellis Mania vibe in my opinion. I don't mind that at all. Give, give me his a, number. I'll, t- I'll give you his number right now. I, I have fucking- to wait for the venue that I'm talking to. They have hockey and they're waiting for the hockey dates before they can give us the dates to yeah. go at that place. So the pl- I'll tell you right now, the plaza would let you I don't know if you know it, but it's like old school Vegas yeah. downtown. It's, it's, it's like Fremont Street. Yeah, free, right off right. It spills onto Fremont. It is trash. But Dude, I went down there because there it's was a big. there's like, a there's a white thousand, castle. So they have uh they have the a, ring. They have a few different um setups. They have like fifty thousand square feet of like convention space. So they okay. can set up yeah, there's Okay, so one way or the other because I'll take it. I'll take that. They'll, they'll I do think the deal I have right a better now, one. And they'll give you part of the ho- they'll, they'll give you a good deal. I'll tell we'll talk later. Because right. they'll give you a good deal because this guy I work with this guy a lot. All right. Well I'm gonna might, get a contract real quick. Yeah. Sign oh you got a contract? Just sign the contract. Oh well, here it comes. Oh wow. You better brought a pen. <laughs> Otherwise that would make no sense. He wrote it in squirrel feces. <laughs> <laughs> his good friend from his old house. Let's see. The contract. I, uh, just <laughs> underline, agree to fight 
underline Fine. on the following date. Harrington, do you really write this way? This is your real handwriting. This isn't you being funny. There will be some money exchanged. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, I mean, those are pretty is, good terms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree to those. Jay, Jay, I think you better take that deal. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, you're my acting manager. Thank you. Now sign it in blood. Oh, look, I'll sign it right now. <laughs> Give me a knife. Oh, this oh, is man. history yeah, happening, I got, happening I got, right in front of us. Wow. How are you? We're fighting. This is it. This is the legal binding contract. No matter what, we have to fight. Where'd you sign it? I don't even see your signature. I, I did the first one. Is Harrington Wait, like the, Don, kind of, the Don oh. King in this scenario? Oh, okay. The whole contract looks like one big signature, in fairness. Man, we're both. <laughs> this Man, is it. The amount of education <laughs> in all three people <laughs> on this piece of paper really fucking shines. I don't know if you can see that. But. <laughs> That's what's going on over here. Now we just get a meth addict to notarize it, and that shit's legal. There we go. Let me get that vape pen again. Wow. Uh, so real quick, I don't know if you could do a little <laughs> shout out to the skanks. The fucking contract <laughs> is fucking signed. It's signed. And Lewis took his shirt off. I that, did. Now we got to get a whole new which attack. Was, which was, I mean, it literally just me with my shirt off in the mirror, just tagging Jason Ellis in a post on Instagram. Be like, see, let's yeah. go. You didn't do it on your main page. I saw that. No, well, let's not get crazy. Not but get you wild. will have no shirt on. No, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not wearing a fucking uh, rash guard for the fight. Yeah. Don't worry. I'll Good. be in, I'll be in better shape. Yeah, I was thinking if you kept going with uh, the gay stuff, I was going to, after I knock you out, I was going to make you, I was going to make out with your unconscious face and <laughs> oh, make that's you it? gay. I thought you were going to make me eat your asshole. Hey, everybody. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Say it with us. Blue Chew. Blue Chew, Blue Chew is making waves, bringing more confidence to the bedroom, offering chewable tablets that can help men get stronger and longer. Boner. Gets you, gets you in the bone zone and it gets you there discreetly. Unlike me that is telling you that I take them and I get them delivered to my house discreetly, somehow by saying that they get delivered to my house discreetly, nullifying my discreetness, but still at the same time, make no mistake, <laughs> uh, they're great and you can get them discreetly. Michael? Yep, go to bluechew.com. You will be pleasantly surprised at how... Easy, straightforward, quick, hassle-free, the whole process can be. And here's a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code Ellis at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code Ellis to receive your first month free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Jason Ellis Show talking to you about liquid death. If you are about refreshment and who isn't, my friend, you may not know it yet, but you are all about liquid death, bubbly, unbubbly. You can't go wrong. We all enjoy it, right? I'm enjoying it right now. Canned water. It's the future of all water. There's no other water that you should be drinking. It makes no other sense. It's seriously the greatest invention since, like, just water itself, which I don't know who invented that, but that was a really good move. I think it was the sea. But let's just say I drink the bubble one on in, like when I'm doing sports. It's like a little bit softer of a bubble, so you can slam them, bro. Yep, that's right. Yeah. You know, the only thing better than water, cold water. And yeah. that's why you are going to want to get some free liquid death 
koozies and you can get them when you go to liquiddeath.com slash ellis you get a free set of koozies with your first order of any case of water just you have to order the koozies yep click on the case of water click on the koozie when it's there in your checkout basket it will be free you are welcome or you can just go get some liquid death at whole foods or 7-Eleven. One more time, the website, if you want to get those free koozies with your first order of any case of water, liquiddeath.com slash Ellis. In the, in the ring in front of everybody? Literally, Ari Shafir did to me at Skankfest. Can you guys watch videos on this? Uh, yeah, he can do it, yeah. Can, pull, all right, do pull up uh, Louis J. Gomez versus Mike Harrington at Skankfest and just wait, go to the end. Wait, you're saying that Ari Shafir put his raw anus in your mouth? His, you've seen his ass. You know no, why have I seen his ass? Dude, why would have I seen his ass? Ari Shafir is notoriously the most gross asshole in the and world. And he shows it to people. He had like crazy like hemorrhoids, like but problems, oh. like ma- like massive, like bleeding, like always, oh, always. I got that, but not like that by the sounds of it. Dude, it's wild. Like, it, it, and he put that on you. What was it called in uh, uh, Stranger Things? The monster, the Demogorgon. That's the demogorgon. what his asshole looks like. It looks like a Demogorgon head. Wow, it's brutal. And so we did this. And bit. he shows it all the time. Yeah. Me and Harrington were, were doing an MMA fight at Skankfest, the last Skankfest at Brooklyn Bazaar. Wait, you and who? Me and Harrington. He was fighting for his job. Man, you're such we an asshole. Fucking, the we were dude's just fucking, fucking homeless and you beat him. Yeah. You beat him. And then after you beat him, did he go back to the park to sleep? I, I fired him. That was the bit. He had a, if he beat me, he Wait, got to you keep really his job. slept in a park after you got beat by him? We had a hotel for Skankfest. You had a hotel. For, oh, okay. So you had a hotel. Okay. So then at the end, we, we rehearsed this bit where we, we had a pro wrestling, um, Catalyst Wrestling, which is on my network. Um, it's a really good indie pro wrestling thing. They were there doing a whole thing. So um, Ari brought out one of their wrestlers and we did a little wrestling bit. But if you want, it's, it's actually really good if you if you pull it up. Um, <laughs> so I saw you did a little pro wrestling too. And you got to give respect to the fucking pro wrestlers because that shit is such tough work. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, it, it is tough, but it's not real fighting. No, 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 no. It's like, it's the equivalent of like dangerous dancing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because there was a couple of times, I did a backflip off the ropes and when we got the new ring, it's not the same as the ring that I practiced that on and the ropes were real loose. And I remember thinking, I'm legitimately uh, concerned. (laughs) (laughs) Like as I went real over the top, I was like, man, I really hope that I bounce all the way over and not, so that was, yeah, that you get was tired. Even just like taking a bump, you get tired. Like you want to have good form. Like you can really fuck your back up. But uh, yeah, this is uh, if you, you go got to it? the end. Yeah. yeah. All you, right. Go to the very end with the pro wrestler coming in. Wait, did you? One more time. This is, this is awesome. One is this, more time. Is this scripted? Yeah. One more time, Chuck. Come on. Wait, oh, was, Ari Shafir. Was that scripted? Stink no, that was scripted. Him. So he, you didn't know that he was going to do that. Teabagging. No. Bro, pull back a little. He put me through a table, actually. The the pro wrestler. Oh, nope, that's you eating his ass again. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Wow. You went through it. Is your table a door? Yeah, it's a door. I know about that. That's, a, <laughs> oh, that's an old pro wrestling yeah. trick. That's fucking awesome. They're cheaper than tables. That's, yeah, pretty, that's not bad wrestling, but I think my wrestling is better. If yeah, it, your if, wrestling was probably better. Yeah, which is kind of like how that goes when it comes to doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you and me. He's yeah. like, I just do it better. I'm just trying to get that across, so you know that you're you're going up against a better human being all the way. I, I listen to me. I am very excited to test myself against the great Jason Ellis. The pressure is on you, motherfucker. You are the one. You. It is an embarrass. If you lose to me, you need to be embarrassed. It is a. Fu- you will never hear the end of it from everybody. It's yeah. A, it's it's worse than fucking Jake Paul losing. I don't know. Or I've been asking to losing to Jake Paul. I don't. I don't really mind. 
Like, if it really helps you, I don't really care. I'm going to retire from fighting after this. It doesn't help me in any way. <laughs> so am I. I just get some pussy at the end of the night. I hey, to look cool. You're retiring too? Oh, yeah. This is it. This is my last fight. <laughs> I'm not doing this shit anymore. <laughs> oh, is it seven minutes ago you are talking about getting the bug? No, yeah. I, I'll still train and spar, yeah, yeah. but fight, dude, it's a lot. He's right. No, I love going to the gym and hitting pads and kicking and then sparring my friends. But yeah. then when you have a real fight, then there's a, a fight camp. Yeah. Fight camp is... Like what I'm doing right now, what I did on Sunday, I wouldn't fucking do that for anybody ever again. There's no fun in that. Yeah. Well, but wait, people smashing you, you for fucking hours. I understand that, Jason. You're ten years older than Lewis. Wouldn't you want to defend your belt as the toughest man? And look, in I, I say that. I'm maybe- oh wait, can I get a in the clause a rematch if you win? Ooh, Harrington, redraft up this contract. <laughs> wait, do you agree to that? Rematch clause. If I win, ooh. Triggers the automatic re- Also for some money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't forget also, that. Also some cash will be exchanged. Rematch clause. If I win, do I give Jason Ellis a rematch? <laughs> oh, he doesn't want it. Okay. I don't know. I, it would be nice to just get that win and ride off into the sunset. That tells, sure. me, that tells me a lot. It, do, it does. Yeah. I just, but can I tell you? Don't get tired, dude. I ain't gonna get tired. Uh, You're, you don't get tired. Listen to me. My fucking, I may be a fat fuck, but my cardio, I'll go for days, bro. I'm all, I'm all heart and all cardio. That's it. You're and, and nobody, nobody in a, whenever we fight, nobody will make me slower in fifteen in fifteen minutes. Nobody. nobody. Okay. We'll see. Oh, maybe Habibi. Okay. <laughs> but I really would just probably give up because I'd be like, this is bullshit. Yeah. But I'm saying if I just do fifteen minutes with anybody, I'm still, I can still go. I yeah. can do the fourth round. All right. Well, I hope so. It won't go there, but you see, you think you're going to stop it early. I don't think you'll make it past the first round. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to stop him in the second. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to hurt him. I'm going to hurt him on my feet. And then there's going to be a scramble. (laughs) And I'm visualizing, I'm going to hurt him on my feet. There's going to be a scramble. And then I'm going to land in an advantageous position. Have you ever knocked anybody out with gloves on? Uh, No, I haven't. Are you a pal, a strong hitter? I'm okay. Right. Yeah. I'm we okay. could measure it right now. But people don't no, get the punch pad. No, no. I did this shit fucking last time. And Ryan O'Neal made me look like a chump. But what happened there, right? Hey, you can't, you right? can't dispute what the science there? of the mega what, strike what, punch pad. What, <laughs> what, what happened there when Ryan O'Neal, everyone laughed in my face. You were like, ah, Lois, that's like a bitch. And then Ryan O'Neal looked like a goddamn girl when I fought him. For the podcast, it'd probably be a fun thing to do. No. I refuse. Wow. I'm not allowing you to have that. He won't do a I'm punch not, no. pad and he won't do a rematch. I, I'm considering the rematch. I'm, considering, I'm not scared. You're considering you know, it. I'll, I'll Why Harrington, you got to consider I'll it? I'll let Harrington do the punch pad against one of your guys. What the fuck is that? What <laughs> that? That's like, uh, you guys want to smoke some weed? No, but I got a friend that'll smoke weed with you. I right. think, by the way, I also think, I didn't realize that Kraft had a fucking martial arts background. What? Oh, it's a killer. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we, we all do. I have seen. Have seen his jump kick through wood? I know. No, oh, I didn't. Goodness, yeah. Oh, you don't follow <laughs> the, the show. Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the number one karate comedy podcast in the world? I, I want know. to put Harrington versus Kraft on this card. No. Why not? Yeah, Those I'm, guys I'm are already retired. Re- I'm already retired. You're already yeah. retired. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah we've I've been done... here for a while, dude. Yeah. You're just coming in all fresh, like, yeah, man, combat and podcasting. He, I've. Like, are you yelling at him because he's homeless? I spent fucking 10 years screaming at these guys for not like, what do you mean you won't fucking fight everybody every... What the fuck is wrong with all of you? I had to... You're still pumped on that. I'm like, uh, hey, man, I realized that. Because he, he when he fought, he didn't go, man, that changed my life. 
I love boxing. Really? Yeah, I immediately ha- got all fat and shit again. Yeah, you're like, I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> but he's I, the- I left I left the ring and went and got two desserts at Pink Taco. Yeah. He's the guy. He looked like a different person. He, what would you lose? Like 20 or 40 or something? He had like, he was like a fat. Probably like 30, 35 pounds. Crazy amounts of weight to yeah. fight. And then now, well, that's why I, I just know they don't like it. You like it. Yeah, I like it. I feel like Harrington likes it. Harrington loves it. But that's it. you can't teach it. Like Harrington just likes going in there and being punched in the face. It's kind of a, to me, usually means that um, it wasn't a good childhood. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I, dude, I can't, I don't, I wish I could say it in a more flattering way for all yeah. of us, but it seems like all my friends that are in the game properly mm. don't have like this Cinderella story of, of their childhood, how mom and dad just loved and nurtured them and they had like their own bedroom and shit. It's usually, well, I think that's I mean, the they're kind of tweaked and they kind of hate themselves and they got something to prove. That's the big knock on the Paul brothers, right? They grew up pretty affluent or they grew up. I actually I, I think that his dad might be a little rocky and that maybe attention wise, something went there where right. I always think it's weird when your parents push you to be on a move in TV. And stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. So that might have done, done, done something. I know Aaron Carter is completely out of his fucking mind. And yeah, I what don't, happened with that? He is an absolute moron. He my <laughs> my boxing coach um, reaches out to him and goes, dude, your guy, if you really want to learn, I can help you out. So he takes him up on it. And then he immediately is up my ass because Josh always posts videos of me boxing. Mm-hmm. So he's nice to me. He's like, I look up to you. I'm definitely watching what you're doing. I'm like, cool, man. Just, you know, keep working. And that's how you're going to get better. And I actually, we were working on a, on a technique for like a, a way to do, win this fight. It's winnable. And then he started not showing up. And he did this show, told us a bunch of stories. If you're my coach's friend, I'm not going to do an interview where I where I call you out on your bullshit. I'm just right. going to go, oh, yeah, oh, cool, Michael Jackson's right. super cool. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. If you say so, I'm not going to say anything. But then uh, I guess my coach, he didn't show up and he kept not showing up. And then he said, look, dude, I can't. I'm not going to bring you into this fight and you lose because you're not fit enough for the fight. And then my name is on this. Like, yeah. I don't want to be involved in it. So then he comes back, fucking chap, you know, fuck you, fuck her, never, you got my fucking ribs broken. So inspiring a guy, punch him in the stomach, and he went down. Right. He tells everybody on the internet that he had his wrist and his ribs broken, and that my coach set it up that way. And huh. he and because he he hired a pro am. Who's a pro am box? I never even heard of the. <laughs> who's a pro am boxer? He's a. I know the kid. Yeah. He's a fucking. Uh, uh, he's a chef in a restaurant. He's. No pro. Well, professional chef, amateur boxer. He's, yeah, right. he's, never, he's never had a real fight. Like, it's not sanctioned. Never. He's a fucking dude. But, yeah. And then, and then he went on Chuck Liddell's podcast. I saw it. And he's talking shit again. So now I, I hit up Chuck and I'm like, let me get on your podcast and set the record straight because yeah. that dude's a bitch. He's a little bitch. Lewis, yeah. if, if you actually beat Jason... Do you think there's a chance that that could re-spark and like, all right, maybe I won't retire. Is there anybody else in the podcasting world you would like to? Oh, you said Joe Rogan. I heard you say that. <laughs> yeah, Joe Rogan, I'm coming for you. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I already, I already. Uh, what about Brendan Sharp? I'm legally changing my name to Joe Rogan. 
Nice. I'm opening up a couple restaurants, a comedy club. They can't stop you. They literally can't. I'm just happy that you've moved off me and moved to Joe Rogan. (laughs) Yes. And Shaw. No, I'm not fighting. I'm not fighting fucking Brendan Shaw. That's psychotic. Why not? He's a real fighter. I was thinking of doing, because I'm going to do this uh, live thing for the show where I let people try to punch me in the face for one minute and whoever lands the most punches is the winner. And I was thinking I'll get like two people. So it's a team, like two girls go separately. Whoever wins out of them is the winner and whatnot. So I was thinking of duos, and I saw that Shab has Callan back on. Yeah. And I was like, man, I should do a fighter and the kid. Like, both you guys try to punch me for a minute. And I'm like, could I live for one minute against no. Brendan Sharp? If they were, if both of them were, because uh, Callan's Callan, got a martial arts dude, background Callan too, right? Would, I could, Callan's I could stand boxes. There, I could stand there with my hands down and eat his punches for a minute. You got to be joking me, but... Shab, if he catches me, I'm for sure getting knocked out. No, of course. Well, I'm just saying, but you're dealing with trying to but not I, being punched by both of them. And if if if, if Shab actually agreed to do it, Shab's such a nice guy that he would be trying to score points, which would mean that I would stay conscious. Yeah, it's just you know he's not the greatest boxer that ever lived. He's a fucking giant MMA dude, but he's big. Hard, he can cut off the ring. He's got tons of fight awareness. Yeah. I know he doesn't. He never fucking do it. But I feel like. If he wasn't like, oh, I'm just going to knock you out, not try to score as many points. Yeah. I say I could slip a lot. I think I can get away you from think, him. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, you have good boxing. You have good head yeah. movement. It's not like he's known as a striker. Right. The MMA guys that aren't like great strikers. So it wouldn't like, be that ridiculous of a thing to do. It's two Which of means them. you could fight him. No, it's two separate, of them. Separate. No. One minute with Sharp, then one minute with Oh, Cal. separately. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, separately. You could probably. Yes, you could probably. But no, it doesn't mean I could fight Brendan Schaub in an MMA fight. That's right. so uh, he's, he's just trying to fucking get a little moment where I'm talking shit on Brendan Schaub. What? No, I'm not. <laughs> I, I, where, no, he. Kevin asked, "Where does it end?" Because I did hear you say, "Dude, if you think you can beat Joe Rogan, you can. You may as well say you can beat." I Brendan don't Sharp. really think I can beat Joe Rogan, but to be honest, with you, I you know it's. Are you challenged Dax Shepard or? I, 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 Mark Dax Shepard is like <laughs> made of chalk. He has to take like some weird pills to not. Like- this is like a hybrid between fighting an entertainer and a guy who you know, you have some legitimate experience. So I'm. Te- this is a test for myself. This is it. We have an opportunity to make some cash. We got an opportunity to get the fans really into it, right? Um, but at the end of the day, I don't. This isn't. There's no end game here. There's nobody. Net, like if another opportunity presented itself, CM Punk. Yes. Yeah. Me too. Right. Yes. If CM Punk, if there's an opportunity to fight CM Punk, yeah, I think number one. Would you box, box Logan Paul? Yeah, I think. Oh, yeah, because those are just such massive fucking things. Yeah. But like, you know, that that's just stupid. That's just saying like, what would you, you take a million dollars to go and just get beat up by somebody? Whether I think I could beat up those guys or not, I would just take it because why wouldn't you take the payday? Yeah, but you know, so this it, is you different. Like, fall, you gotta stay in. We it. may, we may make some money, but this isn't fucking millions and millions of dollars on nah. the line. So it, it's, it's a little different, right? So if yes, if it came down to it, where I grew in my career to a place where I warranted somebody to come to me with a massive offer where I can make millions of dollars, for, of course, in a heartbeat. Right. I just don't see that path, you know, as a viable thing. And I'm getting older, so that's not. Um, but yeah, people shit on these guys for doing these celebrity fights. Dude, I get it, dude. I'm fucking, it's really fun. You get to test yourself. You make you some see money. TikTok guys are doing it too. I didn't see that now. TikTok guys. I saw a guy arguing with Jake Paul and Jake's like, you're just a Jake. You're just a Jake Paul wannabe. So I click on his thing and sure enough, the dude is totally a Jake Paul wannabe. He has private jets and he gets out of them with the chain and the suit. Everyone has the matching shirt on and he trains. He's there's a bunch of TikTok dudes, like these weird little rich kids that are all like the Paul brothers have started a bunch of dudes 
really training. Like, I don't yeah. know this dude. I guess he's a big TikTok guy who fucking must make millions of dollars yeah. from being a lit TikTok guy who is training all day. Sprint, fucking sparring. Pretty athletic dude. It is good. Yeah. He's not yeah. good, but he's, he's He could strong. get good. He yeah. could. So that's the thing with the Paul brothers. It's like, no, maybe they weren't good, but it's like, if you have a lot of money and a lot of time, right, you could probably get pretty good. If you're athletic, like, Why do you what, need what, a lot of money to do? Because you can get, you can afford to spend I see, money like, on I see good people trainers. saying that shit, like, yeah, white privilege on that one. I'm like, yeah, white privilege, I'll give you that for the YouTube fame, but I'm not going to give it to you for the fighting. Well, I poor mean, people, you put in the work, you can run. Well, you poor don't, people, you don't need money poor to people get good. have more grit and they, they have more desire, I think, Which to makes succeed. you tougher in the end. It does, but it's not even about toughness. I'm talking about like just almost like from like an athletic standpoint. Forget the fight side of it, right? Yeah. The sport side of it. This is the way the, the Paul brothers, they're not fighters. Those guys are athletes, though, without a doubt. They're undoubtedly athletes, right? They yeah. move around, they, they do move well. And I think that if you have money and you have the resources, um, you could have elite level training partners. You bring in really good sparring partners. The difference between the guys I'm sparring with at Ruka versus the guys in New York, and you don't guys, I don't show the guys I spar with in New York. I show these guys, my my you know my my staff essentially, but like the the level is is different, right? Yeah. And the guys, without a doubt, I mean, if you could hire the best coaches in the world, you have your own private facility. It's very, very easy to motivate and spend more time in the gym. You know, uh, yeah, I think money without a doubt helps. You see it happen all the time. People become UFC champions and then they become elite and they're the best versions of themselves because they have all of the opportunities. Are we doing that? What? Are we rich people using our uh, resources to, like, do you think that you have a better training camp for to fight me because you're Luis J. Gomez? And do you think that I have it easy? I see, I see. <laughs> I see your boy fucking nodding that he thinks that both of us have it easy. <laughs> Just because you lived in a park for a couple of months doesn't mean shit. You don't know what we fucking did. I'm yeah. joking. You don't have it as easy as the Paul brothers, though, because they have, you know, buckets and buckets of cash and they don't have a job to really work things around. Yeah. Well, that's the big difference, right? There's guys in the UFC and ladies that are still holding down jobs while they're fighting yeah. in the UFC. And that's Obviously, a massive distraction. not yeah. having yeah. a job is preferable. And you just talked about how you were just moving around with Michael Bisping. So yes, there, are there advantages to being Luis Gomez going into this fight? 100%. Yes, of course there are. Yeah, exactly. And, you, and without a doubt, you have this amazing home here. You have a great home gym. I mean, that is a, a massive benefit. Not having to jump in the car and drive 90 minutes and, you know, drive. that's, you know... I think without a doubt, we have some advantages. We have gyms in our house. Yeah, it's a huge deal. I was driving an hour down to the Gracie, uh, Gracie, New Jersey. Shout out David, yeah. Dave, Mickey. My Ball. living room is my gym and yeah. I have pros come to my house and beat me up. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's yeah. obviously a massive advantage. All the time. And they're really good. So yeah. I'm used to it. How do you think you're going to beat me? I'm What's gonna, your prediction in what, how you're going to do it? I think it's it? going to be, I, I just said, I'm going to, I'm going to hurt you in the second round. Yeah. Standing up, you're gonna be tired. Yeah, you're gonna be. It's gonna be. I'm gonna put more pressure on than you than you think. Yeah, and then, and then take me down. I think we're gonna have a scramble and I'm gonna end up in an advantageous position. Maybe a Kimura, maybe Americana. Gonna got submit a good, me. Got a good arm bar. My yeah. rear naked choke's decent. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Your rear naked choke. You're taking my back. Yeah, I can take your back. <laughs> <laughs> you might let me. Yeah. Back. Are you afraid of catching the game? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and that's my thing. If you lose. Will you change your name to Louis Gay Jones? Louis Gay Jones. Louis Gay Jones. Yes. No, yeah, fuck, I changed it. Yes, to Louis Gay Jones. No, but I will say, I think we should have. We Just should, for one year. We should have to get the other one's name tattooed on our bodies. The loser has to get the other one's name tattooed on their body. What about a portrait? Sure, portrait. I got a Jason Ellis portrait right yeah. in my back. I lost the fucking race to Twitch. I made a bet with him uh, who wins the race and. A 
somebody broke my car before I even, for the first turn, someone hit my wheel and snapped my wheel off. Yeah. And I had to get his whole face tattooed on my ass cheek. And you have it. Yeah, I got it covered with, uh, what is it, baby, Baphomet? Yeah. Yeah, I got Satan to cover it. <laughs> Why'd you get it covered? You should have, no. no right. I'll tell you why. Hands, I'll ta- put it in the contract. I'll tell no you. covering my face. I'll tell you why. <laughs> my wife said she was sick of looking at Twitch's face when I pulled my pants down. Wow. I'm like, that's fair. I'm going to tell you right now, I want the other ass cheek. No, and their ass cheek's gone. Spoken for. Yeah. God damn it. Whose face is on the other ass cheek? It's it's a pirate ship. <laughs> At one point. A pirate? Yeah. Is that what it was? Sure. <laughs> I think it's a Viking ship. Is it a Viking ship, baby? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that you don't know. Where? Yeah. Where? I was in a hurry. How I mean, often do you see your own ass? But yeah, I want to. Thank please. you, Michael. I mean, I guess I've checked it, but not a lot. He's yeah. busy. We your ass cheek at one point was an entire list. You just had names going on. Yeah, yeah. Ass, I had so. names for a while. Had Alan, uh, Mal- Malin Ackerman. She did it herself. Tattoo oh, nice. Yeah, it was a great time. Hell yeah, she's hot. Somebody at a gym said, do you have Marlon Ackerman tattooed across your ass? And he's sitting on a bench directly behind my ass. And I turn around, I'm like, Dude. yeah, big fan. Yeah, like what? Have you just been sitting there it's looking at my ass? Such a random actress. Hey. <laughs> I can't believe you noticed it because she did such a bad job. I'm like, I can't believe you read that correctly. But yeah, I was more weirded out by him looking at my ass. Sometimes I'm not necessarily, I'm not that gay. I'm not necessarily staring at people's asses at the in a locker room, but I am if they have Viking ships yeah. and random actresses' names on their ass. Yeah, fair enough. I got it coming. I've always had it coming. Yeah. Well, where where do you have left on your body? Because uh uh like a, a spot on the ankle right there. I got groin area. You want to be in my groin? Yeah. Taint? Yeah, nah. I don't want a taint tattoo. Yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. I don't want one. I'll do that. I just want that. I don't want any more gaps. So, sure. I mean, did you? You have a puncher's chance for sure. Puncher's chance. I don't even think that works. I honestly feel like your best shot is not enough. My best shot is not enough. I don't think I feel like if Maybe. I fuck up and just walk right into one, I'll be mm. like, "Oh wow, good." You know what I mean? Like, nice shot. Yeah, he hit it. He hit me. Right. Now I'm mad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm all, I'm, that's my. That's why I want to retire because I don't want to think about that anymore. I'm. I want to be nice and I want to because I'm. I'm born angry and I, I've worked so hard to not be angry or sad all the time. Yeah, and I'm kind of getting a grip on it, and now. I have to be angry. Do you have to get angry to fight me? Part of me does, yeah. Yeah, like the fight in the fight. Yeah, I mean, I have to be... Or even leading up to it, do you have I to? I have to be really serious. Yeah. So I can't... You're not you anymore. Well, you know? it's kind of funny. As soon as we have the date, because it is very like... It's still sort of out there, right? But it's like, when I thought we had the date, something switched to me, where it was like, I was like, that's a fucking guy who's going to actually try to hurt me. Yeah. And it's a weird fucking thing. Right? Right? We're it's like, so no, no. much weirder than somebody pushing you at a bar, and then you, yeah. you scuffle. Yeah. This is the guy, fucking months and months, where yeah. it's like, yeah, man, I will see you there. Yeah. For sure, scrapping. For real, too. 100%. It's yeah. going to get fucking wild. So, um, yeah, I, I understand that. You know, I think... Uh, not whenever I get angry when in there and I get hurt by something, then I come back and I always you throw technique out the window though. So I understand when they say to just be calm, cool, and collected. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I can not fight. I don't know if I can try to punch somebody in the face and not fucking be like, I want to knock this fucking guy out. Yeah, it's not. I don't know if it's angry. It's um a hundred percent into violence. Like every any opening you give me where I can find something mean to deliver to you. I'm doing that. And the only way to do that 
is to be constantly searching for the meanest thing possible. Yeah. Which means nipple twist. I've got to be like thinking mean <laughs> shit. And yeah. I can't be like, uh, you know, I'll have a fucking <laughs> grilled cheese and fucking pull your leg off. Like yeah. I, I met the, the last fight I had King of the cage. The, I was working on this Kamara over and over again. And I, and it's weird. Cause I ended up getting him in it, but I said, I've never, I've never, I've rolled with people, but I've never caught anybody in a fight where they didn't tap. Mm. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to tear this guy's shoulder yeah. out of and his And my socket. coach was like, you think he ain't going to do it to you? Yeah. And I remember going, oh my God, this guy will, he will tear my shoulder off. Yeah. That, what, a, what a mean thing to do, yeah, you know? Up. But I also know me, I'm not tapping. Yeah. I, my first pro fight, I got caught in some shit. Yeah. I got triangled and I got out of an armbar and then he got my back. And I remember I was on my knees holding hit one wrist with two hands and the other hand went wham. <laughs> and I went, oh my God. <laughs> and I remember looking over my coaches like, how, remember how we trained to like not be in, a, in this spot? Look at me. I'm fucked. Like, this is so fucked. Help me. Like, Please he help. Hit me. They're like, uh, they're like roll. And I'm like, which way? Like, I don't know. Any, I was just rolling. And all I remember was, the yeah. only smart thing I did is I didn't let go of his wrist, but I, I remember thinking this is it. And I remember when he flipped over and there was an armbar for a second. I I knew it. I was like, in hell, in hell, I'm tapping. Like, yeah. I, I'm you would gonna, rather your arm be broken. I was gonna tap. break for sure because I'm like, it means more to me. It's another reason why I don't mind not doing it anymore. I'm so yeah. competitive. I don't need to live like that anymore. Like, what I really need to make win is this fucking show, not beating your ass, yeah. fucking. 50 dude i'll yeah. be 50 when i fight you if uh if you, if you catch me in an arm bar i'm tapping and i'm tapping quick yeah i'm not fucking letting you break my arm hey, hey, all heart lewis yeah <laughs> i don't <laughs> believe that will you sleep the night before the fight <laughs> yeah you sure i'll smoke weed right before i get in the ring yeah that's what what you guys were talking about that's the bit that always weighed on me i've been in a bunch of bullshit fights they don't count but the psychological shit leading up to it kind of counts just as much for me because i'm a bigger pussy than either of you guys and it's knowing that it's coming every day that that psychic weight gets a little bit heavier and the night before you go i've never needed a good night's sleep more in my entire life than i do right now it's very very hard to show up in the ring as your best self when you have not already done that 10 times yeah that it, it is the anxiety is crazy and i was terrified yeah. when i did the ryan o'neill fight dude i was fucking terrified i was so inexperienced like the like it's so funny now looking back like i was like holy shit like that like it's crazy that i even got into the ring with the experience that i had at that time because i had i'd never trained for anything ever i was injured my shoulder was fucked up my hand was broken my rib was popping out and um the the fear of just not knowing because it was also different because i had never done anything like that before i had only sparred that was the first time i ever sparred was for the two months before that fight and you know just dumb bar fights here and there but that's all just fucking that's not a fight right that that's just like emotion you throw some shit there's no technique there's no nothing and um yeah the the fear that i had going out there was only uh squashed by the adrenaline Right. So I had real fear, but then there was this like kick of, of adrenaline that sort of like, you know, that overtook that, which made me walk out because I was so afraid that I was like, I, I contemplate constantly like, fuck that. I shouldn't be doing this. This is fucking stupid. Because also, I didn't know, like, Ryan O'Neill apparently was a black belt in Taekwondo. Yeah. I thought yes. I was going to no, kick he my wasn't. fucking head off and Man, fucking. He came on my podcast with Eddie Jackson and we showed him a switch kick because he hadn't heard of it yet. Oh, and I was no. like, oh my God. Did you say you were a karate guy? Because. Yeah. 
You're not. You are not. And then we did that punching thing that got in my head because yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know any. Oh, that's why you don't want to do it right now. Okay, now. No, I get it's it. just stupid. It's what's the point of showing that you could punch harder than me? We know, Jason. Right. What's the point? Yeah, but how much, Lewis? How much? How much harder? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he definitely punches harder than me. I'm going to punch him more often, and I'm going to punch him harder than he punches me on the night of the fight. That's it. You could punch that punch pad harder than me, guaranteed. I guarantee it. You've punched yeah. that punch pad probably a thousand times. You know exactly where to hit it. No, nah, when I, I, I when I hit it the first time, I my it was a it was a good shot, and I felt no need to go try to prove it again. I remember <laughs> I, it sat pretty hot, pretty high on the on the rankings of all the people that hit it, and I was yeah. like, well, I'm not going over there again because I don't. What if I hit it? And it goes under that. Yeah. Yes, yeah, no so I don't need to. I don't need to practice. <laughs> I have been practicing a lot on throwing punches though. So yeah. No, I know. It's great. It's great watching you train. Uh, you know. I'll show you my gym. I'd love to. You should train in there if you want. You want to move around a little bit? We're not moving around now. I'm gonna shoot fucking we're gonna move around before the fight. What's yeah, the point? Just fucking around, just playing around. No, it's stupid. Why not? It's just, stupid. What's the you point? You don't want to just like do a little grapple or something with me? No. Just a little what about a little uh a little bit of light, light sparring? Light sparring? Hey. All right, fine. A little light sparring. No, we're not light sparring. We're why fighting not? each other. Two rounds, Max. Do you think <laughs> I, well, well, can I tell you why? Honestly, if yeah. we're being completely honest, yeah. Because what's the fucking point if we're gonna fight? Why show everyone a little? Because it's, spark? we're friends. It's different. No, stupid. Uh, you look, think you're gonna show me something that now I'm gonna know and it's gonna make it easier for me to win? No, I then think. Then what the problem is? I think I would rather surprise you. I think I would rather surprise the fans. Don't do whatever rather. your surprise is. Don't do that. And, you, and it'll be fine. <laughs> what? Come You're on. saying everything you have is a surprise? Because yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, not everything. You got like a couple of tricks. Yeah, we'll see. I get we'll it. We'll see fight night. Well, who you guys, would, you guys would anybody wrong. that's fighting somebody say, hey, let's go fucking spar now before a fight. Oh, God, if I, you were, I always wanted to do that. If you were confident, <laughs> you would. Yeah, I, I'm I'm very confident. You're I'm not very, that confident. Here, ready? Let, let, I'll say this You don't right want now. to do a uh, rematch in the contract. You don't want to hit the punch pad. I'll do a rematch. About this. A I'll, I'll do a rematch. If I win, I get seventy percent of the rematch, whatever uh, pay per view and gate. If there's a, if there has no. to be a rematch, oh, I really How like that. Though. That was cool. How confident are you? Oh, wait a minute. No, wait. If I win, oh, you're saying if you win if the I rematch? Win, no, no. Yeah, no, no. If I win the first fight, yeah, the rematch that we do, yeah, I take seventy percent of generated revenue. Yeah, why? Why do you do that? Well, because you wanted the rematch so bad, and you're very confident that I'm not going to win that first fight. So this is sort of null and void. Oh, I mean, I really like that. You're like a business guy. That's probably why you're successful at business and I'm not. Because I'm thinking, yeah, sure, I'll take that deal. But, <laughs> but my business brain is whatever my business manager would. I feel like I'm hearing him right now going, don't, no, don't say that. Because 70% after you fucking, what a terrible thing to agree to. Yeah. It's kind of like Jake Paul telling Tyron Woodley, I'll oh. give you two million, but you have to forfeit yours if you win. It's kind, like, of, kind of a baller fucking move on, on Jake Paul's part. I know, but it's part. so unfair because Woodley doesn't have millions to fucking cough no. up. And and honestly, here, here Woodley did actually because look, it was a baller a baller statement. He was like, "I'll pay you double if you beat me, but you got to donate your money yeah. or, or if I if I beat you, right?" And then Tyron didn't say shit. But later on in the media scrum, Tyron said he was like, "Look." He's like, Jake's a boxer. He's a real fighter. I'm looking at him as a real fighter. This isn't a fucking yeah. game. It's a tough fight for him. Yeah. So, you know, Tyron, it would be dumb for him to take that. For his ego to get in the way would be stupid. Don't fall for that shit. Don't fall for that bait. And Tyron actually had a good response for it. But it's a much sexier moment when Jake Paul's saying that and Tyron yeah. really doesn't have any, any response. What about after I beat you, then we do a wrestling match? 
to prove that we're you know we're friends and stuff afterwards. So a pro wrestling match? Yeah, like a you know scripted one. And sure. then for that, I'll let you win. That, I think you'll give me the the win on that one. Yeah, and you can at Skankfest. Ooh, which that was the other idea to do to do our fight at Skankfest, which you wouldn't. I don't you, mind. You know, I don't you know. I don't, our fans love you. I right? don't mind. I don't want you to take Alice Mania away from me, but I would love to fight you at Skankfest because I would way rather just think about fighting you. I know. Well, that's why that's why I wouldn't want to do it at Skankfest because we have this massive event. It's a three day event, but I thought about it if we did it on the Saturday at Skankfest. I just couldn't get fucked up on Friday. Saturday. That's how I did Alice Mania. We yeah. had a band and we play on Friday, and I was so pissed because yeah. I couldn't drink on while well, singing. Oh uh, yeah, but I had to because I knew I had to fight the next day. I know, but then Sunday will be fucking wild uh, yeah. for Skankfest. But look, that's always an option as well because we get the, the pay per view is where we'll make money, right? Yeah. We'll stream it. Yeah, and uh, so we can do it there as well. There's a lot of options. Yeah. we're gonna make this fight, and that's one way or the other. We're gonna do it without a doubt, unquestionably. I mean, the contract's right there. Skanks can't back out now. We've That's done. It. We're good now. And you know our fans love you, right? I know you made that. You talked about it like, oh, I'm friends with Anthony Kumi, and the fans make these dumb jokes. Our fans are our fans are almost the exact same people, except our fans make homophobic jokes. That's just the only difference. The only difference at all. They'd all be the same exact people, except our fans are willing to make a homophobic joke. And your fans are like, hey, man, my that's fans, not cool. what's left of them? Because the rest of them went with you to make homophobic jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the ones that are left with me don't appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate you guys, by the way. No, your fans. Oh, you guys are left me because I sucked a dick. What the fuck? Your man? fans are your fans are great, by the so way. So lame. Your whole fan base is, uh, is they're cool fucking people. And that's what I said when I went to Ellis Mania and seeing this, it was a very similar vibe to our fans. So I'd love, even, even if we don't fight at Skankfest, I'd love you guys to come out and do uh, Jason Ellis' show live at yeah. Skankfest. Yeah, we'll, we'll, of course. Either way, let's just do you that. You should do your show at uh, Ellis Mania. 100%. If it happens. Yeah. No, look, this, this is going to happen. I'm, the Plaza will do it. All right. You might want to, with you. all due respect to the Plaza, I've never been there. You want to eyeball this place before you just it's trashy. agree to yeah. that? It's trashy. But it's yeah, dope. but my fans are. They, we would. <laughs> Sorry, in. you guys. Are... Yeah, we take over. They, they shut down. <laughs> they shut down the pool every day at five o'clock, right? So we take over the pool. It's like a private event. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, man. Be, I'm telling you, dude. It's, it's more about the people, not so much the venue for us. And like the, if everybody it's not, shows, it's, it's just out. old school Vegas. It's very old school. It feels. I don't it think feels like even, the mob owns it. I don't even think we were like hard rock material. It was just on Alice Mania weekend. Yeah. We made it fucking yeah. our our shit. That's fair. But yeah, yeah, downtown old Las Vegas. I started to say I went to White Castle down there, and they microwave the White Castles. Oh yeah, at I'm the sure. White Castles. It's the, wow. Yeah, that's yeah, dude. Fremont Street's wild, dude. At night, we'll fucking go out, just get crazy, fight homeless people. It'll be awesome. I don't drink anymore. <laughs> oh, you don't drink? Yeah, yeah, that's right. You still drinking? I stopped drinking, but now when I'm on I saw in one of your uh, your what is it the thing in the videos on how you're gonna kick my ass yeah what's it called fight journal yeah your fight journals that you quit smoking weed and drinking yeah and then you started smoking weed again so I smoking weed a lot again I didn't know you smoked weed like three times since you've been yeah, here yeah I'm gonna smoke he smoked like right three you reminded times. me that I haven't smoked weed in a few minutes <laughs> <laughs> well yeah so I I drink or even on that one on vacation uh, I'll drink so I was thing. just I was just I was just in Jamaica with the family so I, I drank so there. Had a couple drinks since I've been here with you can with Bisping. You can't not drink. He's a fucking savage, you know. Yeah. So yeah, had a few drinks the other night, but I'm doing pretty good. It's not that bad. I'm not. A, I'm never a big drinker, so it's not hard for me to quit drinking. Drinking's like I just do it because I'm at comedy clubs every night, so I'm drinking fucking six glasses of whiskey a night, and I'm fucking up my That's liver and my body. Be hard yeah. To not drink when you're at comedy clubs. I just drink a, a water or whatever. I don't really go. Is I, it hard to stay focused doing comedy all the time? 
Then the fight. Traveling. Oh, wait, to, on the fight? Yeah, because it seems like you go. I mean, you're in California. You're not here to fight. You're here to do comedy, right? Yeah, but I'm training. I mean, part of it's the train. I came out specifically. I was oh, in okay. Vegas. I, you know, I trained in Vegas. We uh, went to the Apex Center to go watch the fights, which was really cool. And um, then we came back just to, you know, we're going to Ruka every day. Later on, we're going to go grapple. You know, I'm just trying to, you know, these, these little trips, you can't get so much. It's five days, right? How much are yeah. we going to really learn from, from Bisping and Perillo? I don't know about that. I feel like. I mean, at, at the lower level, this is what I was going to say, though, <laughs> where I'm such an amateur that I actually can. Yeah, I really do yeah, benefit can. in a mat. Even just working the pads with Perillo, just the, we, yesterday we did it for, you know, just maybe three rounds on the pads. Just little technique things that I learned just in that session. I was like, oh shit, dude. I Just getting more power out of the shots, just getting a little more torque. Um, you know, just a different perspective. They hold the pads a little differently. You have to adjust in a certain way. So I, I've learned a lot, even just in a couple of days. Um, but I don't know. I think you hear about like high level fighters. They they can't really, because I guess uh, Ben Askren went and worked with Freddie Roach for a few days. Yeah. It's like, how much is Ben Askren going to really learn? And, and I mean, you could take well, we'll a little never, bit. We'll never know, really. Yeah, I know. But at this point right now, somebody that teaches you something, you have five months to get ready for the fight. Mm -hmm. You can lock that in and program it for sure. Yeah. If someone teaches you in the next three weeks some new thing, I probably wouldn't recommend trying to do that in your fight. Yeah, you know? for sure. I did that with the guy, Jones, John Jones's pad holder guy. They, him, he, his, Keith Jardine was there and he was like, hey, you want to hit some pads with this guy? I was like, fuck yeah, I do. And he showed me this cool little thing. I was like, yeah, that's cool. And then I tried to do it when I fought those 12 guys. And I got fucking dropped in like fucking the first minute of the whole thing. Yeah. I was like, I, I hear somebody going one, two. And was, I'm like, it was 12 guys in a row. Your fans. Yeah. yeah. Cause I fought 10 guys the year before and it was all tally organized it. So I didn't know. So it was Uriah Faber, Forrest Griffin, uh, Kit Cope, Jardine, Jardine, um, me, yeah, you, Catherwood, Dingo. So there was a couple of like breathers, but there was also a ten couple, minutes, ten one, one minute. minute each. Yeah, wow. And they kept. I didn't know. So like, I I remember one point, Forrest Griffin is like, I'm I'm fighting you, and he's blowing shit and huffing and puffing. And I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> he gassed me out in one minute because yeah. I was so afraid You're of tense. what Forrest yeah. Griffin was gonna do. Yeah. So then the rest of the fights, everybody I fought, I had like half a tank, but I just. Kept fighting, like Uriah Faber actually fought me because that was when I saw him. I was like, "Oh my god, Uriah Faber, we're gonna fight!" I'm like, "Wake up, Jason! I know you're tired, but give him something. Like, yeah. get some respect." But what round was that? Because you look good in that round against Faber. Uh, you look pretty good. Was, I wouldn't say like maybe like the sixth. Yeah, yeah. Like I that. mean, honestly, because I I didn't realize that was the setup. The Faber was sixth after a long yeah. uh, list of the fighters. Yeah. So yeah, you look good. Yeah, yeah, I can. Do, I mean, I mean one, it's one up, minute, you know. But you know, I landed some shots. You landed, but you know, those two fucking, jabs fucked with him big time. Yeah. He came in thinking, "Man, you look so sloppy." And I was like, "What?" Then he threw what? his hat off. He was like, <laughs> "Okay, all right, dude, let's go." All right. I was like, "Yay, we're gonna fight!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got him to go. That was the, like, like with Bisping, he's so intimidating because he only has one speed. He, you know, he yeah. like, he, he wasn't going one hundred percent with me, but he wasn't. He was going pretty hard. I he wasn't going shit. light, dude. He wasn't yeah. like he like he was trying to get you to fall for sure. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. and he did. So, uh, but like I land on him, and like number one, I'm going. I'm surprised that I was able to even land on him. Yeah. But then I'm like, oh, I just pissed him off, and now like I'm. I was so tense by the time the second round, I was so gassed because he's right. fucking just throwing. And then he's just 
have uh, when you're gas and he's still fresh he's oh, like oh my. now i get to like hit you wherever oh it's like literally like a, a walking punching bag that he got to just showcase yeah. his different styles of strikes on i think it's while awesome. everyone in the gym laughed at me i think that is so much experience for you i feel like oh it's an amazing saying experience. you're intimidated find so much better speed all that stuff when someone's that fast and then you fight me and i'm, I'm not as fast it's as like slow motion underwater yeah like, okay cool <laughs> yeah, you exactly. don't want somebody you've never fought before and he goes zit, 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 and you're like what the fuck yep. was that? Like you immediately tense up. Exactly. And honestly, that's why we're going to go back tomorrow and do it again. Like, you know, my leg is all torn up. He dropped me with a body shot. My head's all bruised up. But that experience um, also just walking in and knowing that I'm going to get beat up and just psychologically going like, fuck it, let's go. Will you let skanks? Will you do a skank fest where your fans can fight like I do? I don't want to. I want to do something original. So I would never okay. want to do something that steps on your toes. I guess I appreciate that. Like that. I also don't. What we should do. I think fucking, what's it called? Wild, whatever the, what's the bar still one? I feel like they Rough copied me. Yeah, I feel like they copied me, but I don't, it's I just feel like. I have to do something different. Here's what I think we I should like do. I like you for that. Can I tell you? But I, I wouldn't hate you if you did it either. Can I tell you what we should do? What? Leading up to all this, we should fucking do our own version of the Ultimate Fighter, where we take you take uh, Ellis Fam, I take some skanks, we take like five of them, we do it as a web series, we get funding for it easily, easy peasy, and we fucking train these guys within our teams, and we have them fight as the undercard, and it's Team Ellis versus Team Rattlesnake, boom. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That is fucking brilliant. Yeah. Five might be a lot. Four. So four fights. Yeah. Three, that are, we that are real fights. Yeah. I'm a, I got Harrington on Team Rattles. Like, he's ready I'm to go. I'm just saying, for, the, for Alice Mania, I have the, you know, I've got to have my blindfolded dog collar fight. Of course, of course. I've got to have a couple of the old, you know I mean, the, the keepers. Yeah. I obviously now have to have a stripper fight because my stripper fight on YouTube went to like 20 million views. Oh, beautiful. I'm like, okay, like people that. like that. Maybe now, that you're looking, now that you're looking at YouTube advertising revenue because you're a podcaster now. <laughs> I, the amount of people that I know and the things that happened around me that I didn't know fucking six months ago. I didn't ago. give a fuck about YouTube advertising. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't give a shit about it. I didn't it. even know I really had a YouTube channel. Yeah, he dude. told me I had 100,000 subscribers and I'm like, I do? Fuck, I gotta go check this out. He's the one that told me yeah. about the the millions of people watching the yeah, it's, I it's, it's been know. up there, it's been up there for years. If that's, if that's monetized, that's worth a lot of money. There's music playing on that one. Yeah, yeah, that was because I mean it was it was years ago. That had been up show. there for so long. I just want everyone like we were we're a great show and we're starting all over and I'm impatient as fuck. And I'm like, I already fucking helped build all this. What do you mean I have to wait in line for everybody to fucking know? What, I fucking started the shit. Half the <laughs> shit you see on fucking YouTube. I fucking said it 10 years before him. And now I'm like, no, nope. get in line. Wait your turn. Yep. Keep working. Maybe it'll work out. I'm like, maybe it'll work out. <laughs> <laughs> My ego is uh, butt fucked no, in a way that I didn't want. But it is it is working out. You're killing it, dude. It's it is amazing. doing great. I got my new studio, new couch. I like this vibe better. You guys like it? Yeah, this is a cool vibe. Very plush. Yeah. You like your seat, Michael? Yeah, I got to make sure I don't slip off of it, but it's very comfortable. Do you want a seatbelt? I can get one for you. <laughs> I'll strap myself in next time. I know time. some race guys that could get a five-point harness for you. Oh, you nice. locked in, motherfucker. Like a baby. You could, you could get wet silk pants and you would not go anywhere. Beautiful. Man, you smoke a lot of weed. As a weed smoker, oh, yeah. you, puff, you puff a lot. Are you sure you got good cardio? I have good cardio. I just ran 40 minutes in the hills with Bisping today. Okay. I'm ready to go. And this is five months out. Do you know the fucking type of shape that I'm going to be in when we go? As soon as the data signed, I get crazy. I ha I'm not even training yet. I'm not even training yet. 
This is like all like technique stuff, all the bait. Like people are like, oh, you stink. Like, yeah, I stink, dude. I know I stink. Wait till fucking fight night. Wait to see the shape that I'm in. Wait, it's, I'm going to fucking surprise everybody. You better be twice as good as you are right now. Yeah, that's great. I the great part about <laughs> the great part about it is everybody should take note because to me, I'm gonna I'm gonna die, and this is, and this is the last fight. Everything to me is different. I don't. What's the bigger, what's the real reason? Why really do it? Look back at your life. What you mean? Are you proud of your shit that you did? If you put in all that work that people don't get, you can say it on here. People don't know the bits that aren't on fucking YouTube or Instagram where you're in so much hell to try and get to this level that it's life changing. Mm. And it's like, a, you know, go check out Joe Rogan where, you know, being uncomfortable, blah, 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 jerk off. Still real. It's totally real. Yeah. Like if you do things that you're so uncomfortable with, it's life changing. So if it inspires people to do what we're doing, because we're not athletes, we're not the dude that's supposed to go to the gym all the time. We're normal people that are at a, a, like, I guarantee you, I believe you that when you fight, you're going to come and it's going to look like you're good. Yeah. It's going to be a real fight. And people will be like, wait, so who are these, you know, I mean, whatever MMA fighters, real MMA fighters. With not a real MMA fighting background, but we just put in the work. Yeah. So that means it's just one of those cheeseball things where I think that's the bigger picture for me. Win or lose, I see it as well. It's an, fucking, it's an you analogy. You can talk all the shit life. you want, even if I lose. You do what I do. Yeah. You do. You know I mean, like, get in my shoes at fucking fifty years of age and see if you want to do it. Yeah. Because I bet you won't. Yeah. It's, you have to put yourself in some really uncomfortable places, and I think, like in life, just in general, right? I think you can. People are defined with how they react under adversity, right? When shit's bad, when the shit dude, it's easy, when you got a fucking million dollars in the bank and you know everything's going well and you got it, you know, the radio show's killing it and you got this <laughs> going on that he's well, doing the Jason Ellis. But, it, but it's cool. But it's but it's true. It's it's very easy. But then when some shit hits the fan and how you react and who you are and and and, and how composed you are, I think that is who you are, right? Because so ultimately, I'm when the shit is, I'm a lunatic. I turn into a fucking angry psychopath. I need to work on myself in a lot of ways. So, but I, I think that's really um, almost an analogy when you with this training and sort of this whole fight. I'm not a fighter. I'll never be a fighter. I'll never be an athlete, right? Um, but it, if I can sort of put myself through hell, set a goal, a very specific goal that is seemingly unlikely, right? And then hit that goal and then achieve and go beyond it. I, it's just it's a it's fucking psychological warfare for the future. It, yep. it builds it builds you. You can your take it with up. you for other stuff. Yeah, you know it ain't over from here. There's other things that I want to accomplish, and that's just a a line of end because I'm so punchy. I got I got to keep these accomplish accomplishments going because I forgot the other ones. So if I do this, mm. this will stay fresh in my mind. I'd be like, yeah, man, fuck. Remember at one point when you were like running, <laughs> just like sprinting on the beach. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> but you're doing it mm. you know and i'm like well, i i know me when i'm 55 i'm not doing that i'm not yeah. sprinting so to me it's you this is your last sprint you know and i don't and i know people can talk you haven't done it people can talk about it, it's not that big of a deal it's, you can say it but then go do it it's two different things it's yeah. so late the amount of people that talk shit it's kind of funny because everyone everyone loves the trash people put the videos out of me training it's like ah you're yeah. sloppy you fucking sick. It's like, yeah, what the no. fuck are you doing yeah. what are you doing right now are you even trying are you even trying to do anything um so yeah that's what's awesome about this part you're a part of the we're a part of the problem social media 
if you say something, I'll say something to you. I'm fucking definitely like that. Triggered fucking bitch. But you're doing, you're actually doing something. And maybe only 10% of those fucking trolls actually bite on that. But you're making everybody not so much of a fucking idiot. Not yeah. so much of a fucking loser, a gutless fucking troll. All that, you mean like, that's to me the bigger picture. I don't, everybody that's getting off on telling your technique is sloppy. Yeah. One of them's going to go, fuck, man. He's like a, he was like a fat comedian. Look yeah. at him. He's like fucking fighting people. Yeah. Got everything going. Like might not be that bad of an idea to kind of get up and go. I well, guarantee kind of funny, so we you have do way, that. I have way more of that. And I get that all See? the time, but we don't, we, we focus so much on the negative yeah. that it's like that one guy just says something you're like, yeah, fuck that guy. But I do have literally 99% of people I'm like, dude, you've really inspired me. This is crazy. The fact that you're even willing to do this is inspiring. I want to do something that I've never tried to do before. That happens all the time, but you know, it's fucking. I'm rooting for you, Lewis. You beat up that gay man. Yeah, honestly, I'm I'm turning your fans. <laughs> hey, it's gonna be like, it's gonna be like at the end of Rocky Four, where all the Ellis fam is just cheering for me because I've turned everybody. No, and I'm just sitting there unconscious in my gay yeah. shorts. <laughs> if I can change and he can change, oh man, yeah, it's a Cinderella story. Right. Well, the contract has been signed. It's official. There's it's no a, backing out of that. This yeah. is it, guys. We're gonna make it happen. Binding podcast. Yeah. So uh, I, I we love it. We should do some sort of charity thing too. Um, like or raise some money for. I'm gonna donate to the GOP. I'm gonna donate to gay rights. <laughs> I'm gonna donate to the the internet. Trans rights. Trans rights. You like trans people, right? I love trans people. Yeah. You, you think they deserve equal rights? Yes, yeah. obviously. I still think they're fucking, you know, freaks. <laughs> I'm kidding. Look at him. It's fun. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Like, yeah, dude. First of all, I, I'm actually really, really good friends with a, a trans. Oh, you got person. a trans friend, huh? Got a trans friend. How many do you and have? And my, my ex girlfriend got so mad at me because I would go out to dinner with this chick, and she thought I was trying to fuck her. And I was like, I'm not and trying to fuck her. I wasn't. She was just a big comedy fan, and she was super cool. And, and you would go out I on felt, dates with her. Yeah, and I felt like a bigot to say no. I was like, the only reason I would say no was because she's trans, and that's fucking crazy. Because I don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? So why would I say no? She's awesome. She comes to comedy shows. Is she hot? Yeah, she's pretty hot. Big fake tits. She yeah. used to be rich. She used to pay for everything. It was great. I should have just. What do you mean she used trick. to be? She. I don't talk to her anymore. Why? I don't know. I think she liked me. I think she obviously, liked me and, and you were going to dinner to, with her. I was using her. Oh, I was using her for wow. the nice dinners. And you didn't and give her any dick though. I didn't give her any dick. Cocktails. Not even a blowjob. I made it very clear that I was like. Have I wasn't, you done stuff with trans? No, never. Right. Nothing. It's harder for you guys. I can tell by the way you talk and all the people you hang out with. It's way worse to be gay around you guys than over here. No, we have tons of gay people in our circle. Do you? Yeah, of uh, I feel like that Tim Dillon guy seems to be pretty accepted, he's but he might a, be he's just He's not brilliant. a real gay. Yeah. He's not? I mean, he's gay, but he's like, you know, he doesn't act gay. What the fuck has that got to do with... <laughs> you know, you you too, though. You're gay, you're gay, but you don't act gay. You're married to a woman. That's not gay. You're but like... what's... Dude, you're just a horny fuck, dude. Some people you just act, want to get your dick wet. You can't wet. say gay. It's it's acting like a, like a, a feminine. It's not a... It's not a some people act like sound and talk more like girls. Potato, potato. I, Some yes, people, I, you know, have you ever met a guy that sounds gay who's married and isn't gay? Oh, well, first of all. I have. Anybody who's like flamboyant, like I don't care if you're gay or straight or whatever, but if you act like that and you're a dude, you're like, hello, hi, everything's fabulous. Like, oh, dude, please get this fucking guy away from me. Please, for the love of God. Wait, you don't like gay people acting gay or No, anything? flamboyantly. If, or it's Wait, if whatever gay guy is doing that, it's too what much. about if I had... If I have two gay friends that act gay, that's too much for you to be around? Acting gay. I'm not talking about acting gay. I'm talking about being like, yeah, sister. Yeah, let's party. Some people do that. Yeah, I wouldn't hang out with that person. I cannot like a personality type. You it won't has nothing like to do them. with 
I would not like them. You don't think no. they could be a nice person and talk like That's that? That's like, you know what they act like? They act like fat, confident chicks. You ever get a fat chick who's really confident and she's like, I'm beautiful and hot and I rule. Yeah, no, I don't like that personality type. You get don't that like bitch fat away from chicks? Me. Not fat, confident chicks. Yeah, I'm turned your off sister's by, by fat. confidence oh, as well. Oh, no, you do bash your sister for being fat, I heard yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got and a she's show. not confident. That's why did I like Did she her. leave the podcast that <laughs> you did, did together we're, because we're, you kept calling her fat no, on the we're podcast? Having, we're having other problems. She got another job. I, think I bet she's you're having other back. problems. You fucking guys, I saw one snippet of them talking to each other. And he's just saying, you fucking fat bitch, because you're a fat bitch. And she's like, you never had any abs. He's like, bitch. You've never had a fucking. You know, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> just uh, not like a private one. Like it's on a fucking podcast where yeah, Lewis is sister. just like, my sister's a stupid fat bitch. And she's so you like, also fat shame. Yeah, yeah, we. Uh, I can't figure out who, oh, I'm, yeah. who I'm more offended. I'm by. not complaining about fat shame. I'm complaining <laughs> about his hypocrisy. Fat shame all day long. But don't be a hypocrite. Your line can't be like, oh, you can't bully me about being gay, but we can bully you. It's just about your thing. That's crazy. If you're anti-bullying, be anti-bullying is what I'm saying. I'm not anti-bullying, though. I'm saying bully the fuck away. Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying... You have been pretty consistent on I that. I lay off on certain people because I, I don't want kids to commit suicide. And I, and I know I, a lot of people don't know, believe in that shit, but I, I, I got messages that prove different. I, but I, I agree. I do. I, I believe you. I just have a different approach, and I have gay fans that... And I also think fat people probably do the same thing. So you're right. You have kind of... I just... You're right. I, you know, what I mean, I, that is fat shaming because I, diff, I'm like, are you really sensitive about your fatness? No, I don't think so. I'm not. So that's why I probably. Did but it. if I was, but I wouldn't right. say it. Everybody else on social media sees me say, "Take your shirt off." Yeah, that's. I, this well, the point wasn't. I don't want to have an epiphany and a change. <laughs> I was letting you know it's not really a big deal. Okay, yeah. stop being but a good person. Okay, Why not? I'm, I'm sick of this. Be Why a fucking, can't I be a good be person? Be a fucking meathead, Australian skateboarder, dickhead. Come on. I know everybody. I know half the show that left wanted me to do that, but I I want to be happy. You mm. don't get it. After the after the show, I'm still angry. Yeah. Now I have a good life. Like I often yeah. sometimes will sit there and think, what a great day today is. I never thought that. Yeah. I was just like, you know, fuck these cunts. I don't even know who the cunt was, but yeah. fuck them all day. Well, you can now still, I'm not. You can still fat shame me all day. I don't care. You yeah. can definitely. Well, fat I don't. Shame. I can't fat shame me. You're not fat. Well, I look. You think I'm? Wait till we get to the fight. What are we fighting at? What's the weight? I thought what you said one ninety five. One ninety five is the, the weight. How right? much you weigh? Like two twenty five. Two twenty five. Yeah. Man. Fatty. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, fag hag. <laughs> nice. Fuck. I'm gonna bash you so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, dude. So uh, you know, I'll, but I can get to 195 easily. I mean, I'm just uh, if the fight was in a month, I could probably get to 205. Right. Where are you at right now, Jason? 207. Yeah, 195 makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, we could do 185 if you want to. What about I've, 140? I've only, the, the lightest I've ever been as an adult is 190 pounds. I truly, I mean, I guess I could just cut the, that was walking around, right? So I guess I could probably get to 185. But I think, I think considering what we're doing it for and depleting ourselves to a point where we might get tired later on seems kind of pointless. There's no reason. There's, it doesn't matter. It's not real. It's not real. Yeah. <laughs> There's no real weight classes. It's arbitrary. So yeah. I think 195, it pushes me to get in really, really good shape. Okay. Um, in order for me to get to 195 pounds, I have to be, really in shape okay. and I have to have great cardio. So you should want to make it heavier. Why? Because then, then I could be lazy. 
Because then uh, fat boy will be fat. Fat boy will be fat. Doesn't make any difference. This gay boy is going to bash your ass. <laughs> the, gays, the gays versus fats. Your whole team, by the way, has to be gay. My whole team has to be fat. Yeah. <laughs> you're, not allowed, you're not allowed in the venue unless you're gay or fat. <laughs> Just a bunch of fat gays at Ellis Mania. Yeah. Oh, if you're fat and gay, you get him for free. Yeah, yeah. free tickets. You just get the guy at the door like which side are you sitting on for a wedding are you with the obese or the flamboyant pizza and cocks for everybody in there oh, alright gentlemen oh it's been fun yeah oh man it's I been fun it fast. I know right time mm, flies when good. you're having a good time with your friends mm. see just cool. for 15 minutes we signed the contract we're good. Yep. And Lewis, of course, people can find you. Uh, at Lewis J. Gomez on Twitter, at Gomez Comedy on Instagram. I got a bunch of podcasts all on my network, castdigitalnetwork.com. Legion of Skanks, Believe You Me with Michael Bisping, uh, Realize Podcast, and the soon-to-be-returning Gomez Watches Seinfeld with my fat sister. Oh, she's coming back. <laughs> I, she's going to come back. She's fucking... She's, I thought maybe... Do you have any other relatives you could get on there that are less fat or something? No, they're all dead. I got to be honest with you. Only yeah. one left. Just one, yeah. I got one, one brother. I get yeah, that. Yeah. So... um. Yeah, but yeah, that's it. I, I do those shows, and you know, he's look not fat out, at all. Look out for the fight. Oh, yeah. your brother's not fat. Nah, okay, we're kind of in shape. Nah, right. Straight mm. as an arrow. Yeah. No. fit as a fiddle. <laughs> fit, fit, <laughs> fit as a fiddle, straight as an arrow. Do you name your podcast episodes? Because that's I the know, name right? of this episode. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. All right, thanks everybody. See you next week. Like and subscribe. Check out our Patreon shows. Uh, Patreon forward slash Alice Mate. Don't die. If you want more Jason Ellis show, sign up for their Patreon at patreon.com slash ellismate for a two-hour show every Tuesday and Wednesday. To watch full episodes of the Jason Ellis show, subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash the Jason Ellis show. And don't forget to follow the crew on Instagram at Wolfmate, at Tollywood, at Kevin Craft, at Underwearwolf, and at The Jason Ellis Show. Hey everybody, Jason Ellis reminding you about Onnit. Onnit is a sponsor of mine and has been for 10 years now, and I use their supplements and their workout gear every day. Sometimes I'm too sore, so it might be a bit of a lie. Anyway, Onnit.com forward slash Alice, get yourself a sweet discount on all the supplements, all the new gear, workout gear, kettlebells, you name it, Bob's your uncle, go there, you're welcome. And then, of course, Lean Feast. My boys at Lean Feast, you go leanfeast.com, and then you use the promo code Alice, and you get yourself a sweet discount, 10% discount, and you get all the food that you want delivered to your house, or you can go to one of their many different uh, stores that they have just by going to their website. And then, of course, coolven.com, sorry, cool-ven.com is another website. If you go there and use the promo code Alice, you'll get another discount on a sweet insulated bag that keeps stuff cool. And then on the top, Futuristic makes it art. How do they do it? I don't know. I just know that I got a promo code. So check them out.